This episode of the Coaching Lounge podcast is sponsored by Daughter of the Sun. Daughter of the Sun is a special space for young girls and women to cultivate self-love, empowerment, community, and sisterhood. Find out more about Daughter of the Sun by visiting www.facebook.com forward slash Daughter of the Sun. This episode is also sponsored by Satellite Life Coaching, provider of insightful and intuitive one-to-one coaching that empowers you to navigate your way through life. If you have the desire to break through fear and accomplish more, book a free consultation with our certified professional life coach. Visit www.satellitelifecoaching.com to get started today. You're tuned in to another episode of The Coaching Lounge with your host, Rebecca Gordon, lead life coach at SatelliteLifeCoaching.com. Listen to interviews with creative thinkers, motivational speakers, models of success, and key people of influence. Tune in, relax, engage, and transform your life. has become synonymous with love. As the nation prepares to celebrate love and publicly acknowledge those special people in our lives, there's always a percentage of the population who feel left out in the cold. Are you looking for love? Would you love to date and be in a relationship where there's a sense of equilibrium and meeting of minds and values? Would you like to learn how to increase your chances of meeting that special someone? How to make and maintain that loving, long-lasting connection? Navigating the dating scene can lead to sour experiences and become a case of getting more misses than hits. You might feel that time is passing you by and believe that you'll never meet a compatible partner. I am Rebecca Gordon, lead coach, of SatelliteLifeCoaching.com and today I've reached out to the Coaching Lounge's resident relationship expert to get guidance on ramping up success in dating and relationships during 2019. I've even enlisted the help of my audience and received some great questions from listeners. So let me make some introductions. As I said, I'm Rebecca Gordon. Not only am I the lead coach of SatelliteLifeCoaching.com, I'm also the host of the Coaching Lounge podcast. I've been a coach for 10 years or more, and some of the situations, some of the coaching topics that people come to me with do, in fact, include relationships. So if you'd like to find out more about what I do, please visit www.satellitelifecoaching.com. You can also find out more about what my special relationship guest does in her line of work. And at the end of the podcast and during the podcast, I will share with you Ivona Gordon's website and contact details. Ivona Gordon is a fully qualified life coach NLP practitioner, timeline therapist, workshop facilitator and speaker specialising in love, life and relationships. She works mainly but not exclusively with single people over the age of 40 who want to become better prepared for their next relationship. 
Ivona Gordon is the founder of the DRS model and that's trademarked and the DRS model includes a 12-step process which worked through with support enables single people to become truly relationship ready. Ivona's ultimate aim is to bring people together through her relationship workshops and social events so they build genuine relationships with one another and learn more about themselves in that process. Ivona Gordon, welcome to the Coaching Lounge once again. Thank you for inviting me for the third time. I feel honoured. <laughs> yes, you, absolutely. Yes, yes. So there's lots to talk about. I mean, the last time we spoke was November 2017. Um, yes, wow. yes. So it's been quite a while. I know you've been very busy. So we'll talk about some of the events and activities you've been engaged with. But um, Ivona, I've noticed on Instagram that you love talking into tea and cake. <laughs> <laughs> I love my tea and I love my cake. Yes. I think it's important, especially when you're dealing with relationships, all types of relationships, to show people that you're normal, as normal as you can be. (laughs) And the simple things in life for me, like tea and cake, put a smile on my face. And if I'm having one of those low moments, I know exactly what to do. So you'll (laughs) find me. In lots of little tea shops, cafes, snapping away. Yeah, yeah I've noticed. I'm known for that. Yes. <laughs> so actually, where's your favourite place to chillax and hang out as you indulge? Right. I've been on the search. I'm always on the lookout. I tend to go to John Lewis because they're, they're lovely there. The staff there are lovely. I can find a nice little corner. There's a good choice of tea and cakes. Uh-huh. But also, there's a really lovely place that's in walking distance from me now which is almost like a huge lounge with a lot of space where I can just get my head together. Sounds lovely. And sit there and, and chat to the woman that works in the cafe and we share Insta photos. And yeah, like excellent. So okay. I'm always on the lookout. Always yeah. on the lookout. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay. I know you hold a relationship discussion group on the third Thursday of the month. Where does this take place? Who attends and what do you all talk about? Okay. So the dates will vary. Yep. So I, I put down the Thursday. I think there's some on a Wednesday. And I'm switching things up now in terms of location. So last one was in Bumpkins in Westfield. It's very central. But I found another place. As I said, I'm always on the lookout for interesting places. And what I try to do is to look for a place which is really, really quiet and local and people who need the business. So they will welcome new people coming in and buying their food and drink. So the sort of things we talk about, sometimes we have themes. So I may be talking about um, love languages, Mm -hmm. talking about trust. And sometimes I just leave it open because I've got the regulars that come and the whole purpose is to come with a relationship issue. It doesn't have to be a huge problem, but something they want to... I suppose, share with a group of people and get some kind of insight clarity. Mm-hmm. So it's very informal. And what I'm finding now is that, as I said, it's a, some, you, know, you get the regulars coming and so relationships are falling. And I'm not saying intimate relationships, but the trust within 
that little group Mm -hmm. has really helped the individuals grow in their confidence dealing with other people. Support is very important, I mean, especially if someone's having challenges in relationships. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about um, love languages and, you know, if you can sum up what that is for someone who's not heard of that before? Okay, love languages. We have different ways in which we like love shown to us to say, yeah, this person loves me. And likewise, we will show love to somebody else using our own love language, which may be wrong. So, for example, for me, I have words of affirmation, which is really, really high. There are five love languages and you've got words of affirmation. Let's see if I can remember them all. Physical touch, acts of service, um, gifts. Have I said all five? And four quality time. Most, quality time, quality time yeah. Time. That's the fifth one. So, and it tends to be with relationships, all types of relationships as you're growing up. And for me, with words, if somebody says something really nice to me, then I really love that. But likewise, with criticism, somebody who's very high on words may take it personally. But that's not to say that you don't demonstrate other types of love languages. Because as it was that old saying, you know, it's the doing, the words are one thing, but it's how somebody behaves to demonstrate love. So somebody could say to me, I love you, but are the behaviour patterns matching the words? So you need not just the words, you need other things as well. And the scenario could be that somebody whose love language is gifts, Mm -hmm. they're plowing gifts at their partner and they think, oh, look, I've given that to that person. Isn't that lovely of me? And their partner isn't really happy because their love language, where they, how they prefer love to be shown, could be quality time. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's really important to have that conversation. You could do an online test to find out what your love language is. But likewise, in a relationship, if you really listen to how people I suppose, moan about things, you'll know that something isn't being met. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you could do something quite simple. If It could be you're never around. You know that they really do need your time, quality time, not time when you're talking and looking at your mobile phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was going to ask what you suggest someone does if they Mm. realise the love language is not reciprocal, but you've explained that. And if um, the reciprocity um, continues not to be there, Mm -hmm. what does that indicate or what would you say, you know, someone needs to think about? I wouldn't say close the door. You know, a lot of it could be that there's other things going on in that person's life that they, they need support for what's going on for them. They cannot... They're not around, they're not able to satisfy the other person with their love language. And the interesting thing is, um, I'm trying to think of the person that did some research on it. Even couples where they believe their relationship is going down the pan, they can still retrieve it back. It may mean that they will need some kind of intervention, Mm -hmm. you know, so whether it's counselling or couple coaching, just to talk through what's happening in their individual world and what would make it better in terms of a relationship so each person 
get something that they really need. And it could be really little steps. Because if you can imagine, it's all conditioning. And until somebody tells you something that they don't like, then you're not aware of it. And it will take time to change, not change your own personality, but give them a little bit of what they want and, and to the stage where it becomes normal and it becomes rewarding if it works on the other side as well. Mm, excellent. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that information. Um, one of the things I wanted to do when I spoke to you initially about coming on the coaching lounge again was to have this geared towards women over 50. And yeah. then when questions came in, I thought, well, let me just keep it general. Mm. Um, but touching on the love languages, the question that comes to mind is when people are older, um, mature mm. people in a relationship, you mm. know, we're in our 40s, our 50s. And perhaps we can say we're a little bit stuck in our ways mm. and a little bit more averse to, you mm-hmm. know, changing who we are. You know, if we, mm. can, if we can say that. But you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. There can be a challenge there, can't there? in doing what's necessary to meet somebody halfway because we think actually you know this is me this is who I am (laughs) you know I know yeah I know and it's looking at what it is in that relationship that's actually keeping it going right sometimes it's just complacency you know as you get older you think you may think some people may think it's going to be too hard to leave and start again Mm -hmm. better the devil you know which i I totally disagree with it doesn't mean that you have to accept somebody and even the word devil you know that's the negative connotations there Mm. yet it's still possible to look at the uh, relationship in a fresh light I mean it's like I suppose at work I mean I don't work for corporate or anything like that every year you have an annual review you're assessing your performance Mm. in different categories your competence I'm not saying that you have to be formal, but there are times in a relationship where you need to stop and to have that conversation to see what is going well and how can we make it better, make it more fun and do that on a you know regular basis, but not in a formal way, more in a kind of lighthearted mm-hmm. um, general way. Well, Ms. Gordon, that is <laughs> a superb um, tip. you know I I mean I must say um, I know people who are in relationships or who have been in relationships and I don't actually think I've heard that said before but you are quite right having a review over your relationship Mm. and maybe people do do it you know very informally Mm. but I think what you're saying here is do it consciously do it consciously and it could be that you decide to go somewhere um, for the weekend or whatever and you're you're happy. You're in a different environment, so you're able to put away some of those masks that you may have at home. You know, doing this, doing that. If, especially if you've still got kids living at home, you can focus on the relationship. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And actually, actually, saying that the relationship can take it away from getting too personal mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. And, and just looking at what is happening with our relationship yeah. can make it more exciting. Yes. Yeah. So right. here you have it a very healthy um, relationship um, tip from <laughs> our resident relationship expert, Ivona Gordon. Have <laughs> a review of your relationship regularly. Relax in the coaching lounge and engage with compelling, motivational speakers. Be prepared to transform your inner world, to shape your outer world through empowering discussions. On Instagram, you posted the following. 
Mm-hmm. Imagine that you're that tasty pot of homemade <laughs> soup. <laughs> your, your potential partner will need to be that special ingredient that, when added, will enhance, not destroy. What right. is already in that soup? I love that analogy, and that suggests right. it suggests that there's conscious work to be done mm-hmm. before even thinking about getting in a relationship. Absolutely, and thank you for flagging up that Instagram post <laughs> yeah. because um, I did use it at a workshop when was it back in November right. and what I tend to do I use a lot of props in my workshops I don't really use presentations yeah. slides or anything like that I use real items or toys and okay. I had a pot yeah. and I had some pretend vegetables so that people you know and uh, you know a a scotch bonnet to bring out the flavor (laughs) that's lovely wow oh yeah i think it's probably on one of my um social media feeds as a little snippet of that talk yeah so um yeah you have to know what's in your pot that Mm -hmm. you're okay so what i'm trying to get people to think about is that they're okay a lot of people I work with, and there's somebody I'm about to start working with, it's almost they feel incomplete. They do not feel content because they've got that ingredient that they believe will make it better, but they don't realise that there's a lot within them already. Mm-hmm. They don't need to have that to feel okay. What can someone do to offload baggage that they might be carrying from a past relationship? That word, you know, it's just such a negative word. I know. <laughs> yeah. and, and we all have baggage and it's knowing what is this baggage mm-hmm. until somebody verbalizes what that baggage is. And to be honest, when things happen in our life, some of the stuff that we thought we had got rid of, some of the, I suppose, the negative thoughts that we may have said about ourselves come back to the surface surface a lot and um, I certainly experienced that with a a recent loss so you sometimes think you've got rid of that negative feeling about yourself and it comes bubbling back but it's to identify what is this baggage what is it that is holding me back from I suppose moving forward in terms of dating and getting into relationship what sort of themes are emerging and I've been put in that baggage that won't mm. won't go. Mm. And this is when I suppose some sort of help, some sort of intervention, whether it's coaching, counselling, you know, sometimes people do need some therapy if it's so deep because they really can't identify why they have perhaps negative thoughts about themselves, why they keep attracting a certain type of person. So they need to... I suppose dig a little bit deeper to uncover, unravel what these uh, what the baggage is. Mm. Yeah, and it's always healthy having someone help you stand outside of yourself and look in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of like see what tweaks need to be made. Um, in my coaching, I tend to use the analogy that if a plane is heading to the mountain, it mm. just takes one degree of difference for it to head to the landing strip. So, you know, internally, we might not realise just a little shift might make all that difference in how, you know, we interact or how we feel. But it's worth it's well worth having some intervention from a a trained professional who can support you through that process. 
And I think absolutely. And also just to look at the words and, you know, our experiences, when we go through these experiences, it is an opportunity for growth. We've heard this before, but to look at the situation and kind of flip it over and, you know, I've been through this. I know this is baggage, but as a result, I've learned something about myself or things that I'm not going to do. So it's trying to change that those experiences into something more healthier and yes. more positive. Great. Excellent. Okay. So um, the next question I want to ask Ivona is, what do you say to someone who's disillusioned mm. and has given up on finding or attracting a partner? Right. And a lot of this is to do with unraveling what's in that baggage. There's something there that's made them believe that there's no point. I mean, I hear that all the point. What's the point? I'm not going to find the person that's right for for me. Mm -hmm. I would say, please do not give up. Acknowledge your feeling disillusions. I think with emotions, I think we need to acknowledge it. We can't dismiss it, but we need to say, think, what's... What's this saying for us? What's what is this all about? Again, you may need some support to mm-hmm. pull out what's happening. Yeah. If someone has been in a relationship for a while mm-hmm. and um coming to the realization that you know it's not healthy, mm-hmm. then um deciding to end that relationship. And you know, we touched on it before really, some people can remain in a toxic relationship because they mm. fear you know, what's to come if they're going to split up, etc. So what I want to ask you then is touching on um, giving up on finding a partner. What Mm. if someone ends a relationship and they Mm. fear um, Mm. being alone for the rest of their lives? So Mm -hmm. they're thinking to themselves, themselves, it's better off staying in this relationship. It's what I know. I know. It's exactly what I said, better the devil you know. But, you know, I suppose... We, we look at our life and we need to say, are we content? Do we deserve more? Isn't this something better for us? Why should I put up with this? Is this person making me feel good? And you mentioned the word toxic, mm-hmm. which is unhealthy. When situations like that, if you're using a toxic, Yes, you need to plan when you leave because this is almost like danger signs. And it's usually at that point, if you decide to leave, um, you you can get yourself into really difficult situations because the person may feel that they're in control and they won't want you to leave. But that is no reason to stay. Mm -hmm. That is no reason to stay. Especially when you're of a certain age and you think, well, I'm I'm not going to find anybody else. I mean, there's a couple of scenarios I went to a really good road show which is about mature women over 50 and all the things they'd be doing but also I spoke to a coach friend who's working with somebody who's in their 70s who left a really bad relationship at the age of 60 that is so powerful but she found somebody I shouldn't use the word found um somebody in I think in her 70s, or she's 17, she's been in a relationship, I think she's about 73 now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I say, we're alive. As long as you're living, you've got breath, you're alive, therefore you must live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And living is loving, and loving is life. Yeah. So <laughs> we have to take responsibility for what goes in our life and not allow 
anybody or anything to stop us from happiness. Mm-hmm. It's our right and we're here for a reason. And while they're in this relationship or be- believing they're not going to find anybody and whatever, they're depriving themselves of happiness and they're depriving themselves of, of depriving somebody else who may be right for them as well. Mm, that's true. That's yeah. a good way to look at it. Yeah. And just because I want to dig a little bit uh, more deeply on this um, topic mm-hmm. um, and I'm feeling that there's somebody who's listening to this right now who, mm-hmm. you know, needs to hear all of this. So that's right. why I'm delving deeper. So no. we're talking about someone, you know, realising that they need to break away from a relationship mm-hmm. that's not honouring who they truly are mm-hmm. and want mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. So what would you say to someone on what to do, um, how to think, how to be, to mm. ensure they do not rush into a relationship too soon mm. or end up with someone else who's not right for them? Sometimes it could be a case of, okay, I've come out of this. I want to demonstrate that somebody does like me and I will just go with anybody who shows me a little bit of love. And I think it can be quite dangerous because the person that you you may attract and they attract you may be totally, totally wrong for you and maybe the similar type of person. Because when you're in that situation, if you rush too much into another relationship, you're giving out, um, it's almost like a needy, it could come across really needy in the way you carry yourself. And it's more like an energy the person yeah. can pick up needy. And it, at that point, you, you're vulnerable, which yes. is understandable. And somebody who sees that, smells that, can grab that, may may use you in different ways because they know that you are in that vulnerable situation. So my my advice is to take time out, and I know it's hard, but keep talking. If you've got a friend that you trust, keep talking to that friend. Make sure that other areas of your life have been addressed. So, for example, if you're used to going to a fitness class, keep that going. Don't give up and believe that your life is on hold. You still need need to satisfy other parts of your life um, to get yourself back into working out who this new person is. Because I think you will change. It will be a process, but you've got to have some time out. You've got to be talking to somebody. It doesn't have to be somebody professional, but there may be moments of doubt and you end up in your head wondering if you've made the right um, decision. Mm -hmm. And it's at that bit, as I said, you either go into a relationship that may mirror the exact one that you've just left because it's almost like a going home syndrome or you go back to the relationship you've just left mm-hmm. all right now um lots of reflection on what you've sh- said um just there what you shared um so i think this is a good time to mm-hmm. have some announcements we'll be back mm-hmm. shortly after this break you're tuned in to the coaching lounge podcast with rebecca gordon find out more about us by visiting satellitelifecoaching.com This episode of the Coaching Lounge podcast is sponsored by Daughter of the Sun. 
Daughter of the Sun is a special space for young girls and women to cultivate self-love, empowerment, community, and sisterhood. Find out more about Daughter of the Sun by visiting www.facebook.com forward slash Daughter of the Sun. This episode is also sponsored by Satellite Life Coaching, provider of insightful and intuitive one-to-one coaching that empowers you to navigate your way through life. If you have the desire to break through fear and accomplish more, book a free consultation with our certified professional life coach. Visit www.satellitelifecoaching.com to get started today. Choose Satellite Life Coaching and get support to create a perfect system to rapidly shift from thinking about your dream to living it. In your sessions, we will explore the exact mindset, behavior, and actions that make up your success blueprint. You will embrace new perspectives, be excited to work the plan, and vibrate with confidence as you manifest your vision. Are you ready to connect with the best version of you? Getting started is easy. Book your free discovery session at www.satellitelifecoaching.com. Let this be the best empowering action you choose today to change your life. I'm Rebecca Gordon. I'm the lead coach at Satellite Life Coaching and the um, host of the Coaching Lounge podcast. And I'm joined with um, Ivona Gordon, um, we share um, a couple of things, actually, Ivona. We <laughs> both share the same surname. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, we share three things, three things. Your daughter has exactly the same name as me, doesn't she, Rebecca yes. Gordon? Yes. And we are both coaches. Yes. So we've got quite a lot in common there. Yes, yes. Um, now, I'm now going to touch on questions from listeners. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to state who the sender of the star question is um, mm. after we've gone through all these questions. Right. And the winner of the star question will get, they will receive a free coaching um, session from myself. Okay. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. So, question from listener uh, number one, um, Marcia. She asks, What advice would you give to someone? who finds themselves in a relationship with a narcissist. Mm. Wow. The word narcissist, it, it, it has been used quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's understanding what the word means. And there are different types yeah. of narcissists in different groups. But I, I suppose most people associate the word with Somebody who lacks empathy, they demand special treatment, you know, superficial, angry, take criticism very well. So negative behavior. Mm-hmm. Now, if, it's the, if there is a string of that, and if, because you know, there are quite a few traits, whether it's a personality trait or whether it's heading towards a condition, the person involved in that really needs to focus on their own well-being and wonder why are they in their relationship because a lot of people who are with narcissists may believe that they will change them that may be a myth that they can change the individual mm-hmm. there could be some moments depending on the spectrum because you know you you can have the extreme and then there are some that show some personality traits that 
come up now and again, but if it's very extreme, if we take the extreme example, the individual needs to think of their own well-being. They're not going to change. The best, well, the advice would be for many people, especially in this field, field, is to get out, get out of that situation. If it looks as if they cannot change. Some do want to change or want to get some sort of support and want to go into therapy and there could be some tinkering and some changes. But if it's affecting the person mm-hmm. who's receiving it and it's affecting their own self-esteem, which is likely to be, mm-hmm. then they need to think about what's right for them. So the options could be to get out, but it would be messy and they have to be mindful of what they do. Or if they do stay, because some are in love with the narcissist, they need to really manage their expectations. What I mean by this is to not expect the narcissist, and I'm talking about extreme narcissists, or the middle, the middle range, Mm -hmm. to show the empathy, to show them some of the love that they really want. You you have to expect that that's not going to be what I would describe a normal relationship. And they may need to seek that elsewhere. I'm not saying have an affair, but look at other relationships which is more healthy so that they feel that they're receiving something Mm -hmm. to make them feel worthwhile. But, um, yes, um, sharing everything you've said there, one of the things I realise is that a narcissist can be extremely charming, can't they? You yeah. get drawn in, you get sucked in, and you don't actually yeah. realise what's going on. That's so true. And especially if you give the other example that you had with somebody who's just come out of a relationship and somebody's showing them a lot of kindness, they're vulnerable, and this is a charmer. I suppose that's almost one of the red sign, red flags. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a red flag. Yeah, um, the, the, they um, charm, you know, they love bomb. And mm. then, you know, somebody who, when we touched on before, if they're needy, they may get caught up in all of this, think it's the best relationship in the world. Mm-hmm. And then once they're totally consumed by this person, then, you know, there's a lot of energetic exchange. It might be difficult to realise exactly what's going on. So if we are looking at um, the red flags to be aware of, mm. yeah, could you sort of like um, mm. just um, touch on those a little bit more? Right. So as I mentioned before, there would be charmers, very charming, and then it could switch. Mm-hmm. They could start getting bored and start showing an interest in other people. So it could be having affairs as well. They start making you believe that you're actually losing the plot, mm-hmm. right? And that's what you call gaslighting. Have you heard that term? Yes, yes, yes. That, a lot of gaslighting come. And if you get to the point whereby you're starting to doubt yourself, your, your reality is your reality, it's a fact, but their reality is something different. So it may question. So, if, for example, it could be, um, I saw you get, give your number to that lady over there and you was chatting to her and you were saying that you were going to see her the narcissist may turn around and say, no, I didn't talk to that person. You must 
be making it up, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So it could be a string of situations like that that you begin to doubt yourself and you cannot actually have a conversation with them because they're not seeing things as they are. Yeah. And sometimes they do get bored. The narcissist, when you start becoming quite strong and, and questioning, they may suddenly leave and go looking for somebody else. But that that could be a red flag as well when they start to doubt, mm -hmm. when they, they question you and they're making you feel that you're losing the plot, you're unworthwhile. They're criticizing what you're wearing and what you're saying. Mm -hmm. They can become quite jealous. You could be just talking to a friend and they be maybe misinterpreting what's going on because they want the attention on them. Right. So with the narcissist, they it's it, you know, and we're talking about the extreme ones, some of the extremes, the grandos thinking thinking they're brilliant. Mm -hmm. They don't want anyone to seem as if they're better yeah right so they've got you almost in a cage right. that's how I would describe it yeah. so look out that side when you can't even talk to your family your friends if you can't be yourself and you're feeling that you're not free those are some of the red um, red flags okay. Okay. yeah 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 that's brilliant and um, again like I said I'm sure that's um, helpful to someone Who's listening right now? So um, the question from um, another listener: um, This person wants to remain anonymous, right? Um, it's a, a, a female, and she says, due to the trauma of a past relationship, years. Sorry. She says, due to the trauma of a past relationship, years later, I have found myself finally realizing that I'm not scared of men hurting me. Mm. My issue is I don't trust that I can protect myself and make loving decisions because I've accepted less than I deserve in the past. Mm. How do I rebuild trust in my own intuition and ability to walk away when I'm not at peace with a man? Wow, that is a, such a it's such a lovely question. It is. It is. Really, yeah. it's a lovely question because yeah. you know what. It's almost as if she knows the answer to her own question. Mm -hmm. She knows her answer, but she may be looking for confirmation that she does know her intuition plays a huge part in walking away. She needs to trust her intuition. So she shows great self-awareness of what she's experienced in the past, which I, I love. Mm -hmm. She knows that you know, she, she, she could walk away but she just needs a little bit of support some tips what she needs to do is really set some personal boundaries just be really really clear it's almost like at the checklist if she says she doesn't she feels she's unable to trust her intuition she may need to be reminded about what is really important to her right so all the things that have maybe hurt her in the past the situations that's hurt in the past what does she want instead mm -hmm. she needs to use her intuition where the intuition comes it comes it's kind of within us it's almost like this trigger we don't know where it's come from but it's almost like alarm bells and what I would suggest sometimes for people to when they sense hold on this doesn't feel right you know when you've got that feeling mm. you know I'm kinesthetic so I go very much with feeling as well is what she could do when she's feeling hold on 
there's something going on. Put her hand on her heart, right, where she's more connected up with what's going on inside her. And she will know that's the time to walk away. There is some similarities. There's something that doesn't feel right. She also needs to develop her own self-esteem more. It's not saying she hasn't got it. She needs to build on it, to build on she is okay. And she needs to know that it's very, she doesn't have to be with someone. She is okay on her own as well. And she can walk away. She needs to really just trust. She knows exactly what she needs to do. Again, this is something she may need to talk to somebody about, like yourself, to just talk through. Um, I, I remember last time I talked about a life map. Okay, yes. Remember yes, the yes, ups yes. and downs? Yeah. To just get a feel for what are these hurdles? What is it that's happened in her life that she can change around and just put aside and move on? Right? Sorts of negative patterns, kind of deal with that. And once she's almost like put it in the suitcase and move it away, she is likely to attract the person that's right for her. We can get so bogged down with worrying about the past and think it's going to be repeated again that we're not living in what's going on at the moment. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's almost closing the suitcase saying, what do I want? I know when these, you know, the alarm bells are coming. I sense it. I believe in my intuition. Mm -hmm. This person isn't right for me. What I want is this. Mm. Right. So she's been very, very clear. Yeah, that's brilliant. Some great tips there. Thank you so much. Um, and this may not really be, it is actually, but it may, may not be intimate relationship, you know, or love relationship. Mm. What, what I'm going to say now is what you touched on, you know, the feelings. I'm very much a mm. feeling person myself. So just to share with listeners in coaching sessions, when I ask people, you know, well, how are you feeling? You know, mm -hmm. um, some people say, oh, I feel great. I feel happy. But I then check in, where do you feel that feeling? Mm -hmm. I remember one lady said, oh, I feel a tingling all over my body. Mm -hmm. You know, and what we need to do is identify how we feel yes. when something happens mm -hmm. so we can connect that with the intuition. Yeah. You know, some people get the feeling in the in the solar plexus, which is the area for the willpower. Mm -hmm. um, I was in a coaching session last week and one, one lady, um, we were talking about something that was quite raw and she kept coughing. And that was, I realised, was to do with the expression, her her self-expression, her authentic expression. So we mm -hmm. had to do some work around there. So mm -hmm. your body gives you indicators. Right, you know, yes. Yeah, we need to settle within ourselves so we That's can be true. in touch and in tune. Absolutely. I mean, this is when um, NLP comes in, neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah. Because sometimes, as you said, you identify where is this pain? What is going on inside you? Right? And if you can kind of visualize that pain or that thing that seems like lack of trust, just going, just shrinking. Because sometimes what I do, I, I don't say it's NLP, but it's a communication call, a tool to use their visualization to make it smaller, make it so small it it sort of disintegrates into the air and it's gone. Great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just changing the way we 
see and view things in our mind allows the space for more positive things to come through. Sometimes we just need to park it, get rid of it, burn it, mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And be free. Brilliant. Okay. So the third um, question um, is from Jean. Mm-hmm. And I love this question because it's something that we can easily bypass. You know, when you're in a, uh, you know, I'm from the teaching background. So yeah. you're in a classroom and you've got a child who's really, really doing well or an adult learner who's doing really well. They just get on. Mm-hmm. But then the focus goes to the child who's always messing up and playing around because you try and get mm. them to settle. Whilst the other child, you know, doesn't get that attention. So mm. we tend to forget, actually, that even in long-term relationships, um, we can still do something to work on those. Mm. So I love this question because Jean asks, how do you keep the fire burning in a 30-year <laughs> relationship? Oh. So we take it for granted, you know, a 30-year relationship, it's been that long, so it's going so well. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the crucial thing is keep the fire burning. How do we do that? I like that. Keep the fire burning. Well, it's assuming the fire is still burning, which is really good. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And thirty-year relationship. Um, it's amazing to be in a relationship for thirty years. Yeah. So congratulations. Yes, there will be ups and downs. There's external things that happen that can affect the relationship but i'm going to congratulate her for being in there and for keeping the fire burning because wanting to yeah i think sometimes in a modern age um being in a relationship for six months or eight months (laughs) seems like a long time doesn't it it does (laughs) yeah time for change excitement yeah Um, i love the question that question so jean congrats what i would suggest you need to inject a sense of fun and what you find sometimes some people, you know, when they start going into a relationship, they think they're going to have to be giving up on a lot of stuff. Sometimes they think it's all negative. But just look at the benefits of the relationship. So there must be things in that relationship that kept it burning. There was a fire. And it is to reignite that sense of excitement to find out what it is, what what drew them together can it be recreated so you can repeat what may have happened 30 years get, keep that going mm-hmm. inject a sense of fun but work out what is this fun what is the mm. sort of things that they both enjoy doing yeah. together Lovely. or would like to do together mm-hmm. right because you know yeah sorry no, I was going to say, um, yeah. after 30 years, you know, imagining that these people are maturing the relationship, that is yeah. a great time to re-explore themselves together because the children are grown up, probably have their mm. own family. So there's time, isn't there, to focus on each other? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's about them. It's about the relationship at this later stage mm. because there could have been things they'd put off, as you said, because they had kids, other responsibilities, and it could be something they really want to do. So it's to identify that, have that conversation and talk about what they really want to do. Mm-hmm, brilliant. So it could be, um, yeah, and do something random. I would say do something random but safe, right? Okay. I'm not saying, you know, skydiving or anything like that, but just <laughs> yeah. something they wouldn't normally do. There's a brilliant um, club in London. I think they're trying to open it up all over the place. Yeah. And it's like a club for older people. Okay where they can have fun, uh, be entertained. And it, it just it's just something that is totally different. Because sometimes you feel 
right, I'm of this age or we're in this relationship where we just stay static, but yeah. you can do other things. What's that club called? Uh, what's it called? I'm going to see if I can try and... If I can't find it as we're talking... Yes, you can share that with me. Up, I can yeah. share that with you, but I think they're trying to open them all over the place. Right. There's one in East London and they can go and I think it's, you know, at least once a month. Mm-hmm. They can dress up, they can meet people, they can go on their own. So older people, you know, I'm assuming older people mm-hmm. can go on their own. They could go as a, as a couple and just let your hair down. Mm, right? Okay. Well, we'll put the details of that in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm now going to announce, drum roll. (laughs) Yes. The star question has come from Jean. So Jean, I'm going to be in contact and I will um, invite you to book your um, free um, complimentary coaching session um, through my booking page on the website. So well done there, Jean. Okay. So what we're going to do now is just take a little bit of a break. um, Just um, relax for a moment and we'll be back on the other side of these announcements with some further questions regarding relationships and also to find out what Ivona is up to next. We'll be back shortly. This episode of the Coaching Lounge podcast is sponsored by Daughter of the Sun. Daughter of the Sun is a special space for young girls and women to cultivate self-love, empowerment, community, and sisterhood. Find out more about Daughter of the Sun by visiting www.facebook.com forward slash Daughter of the Sun. This episode is also sponsored by Satellite Life Coaching, provider of insightful and intuitive one-to-one coaching that empowers you to navigate your way through life. If you have the desire to break through fear and accomplish more, book a free consultation with our certified professional life coach. Visit www.satellitelifecoaching.com to get started today. You are a wonderful, gifted, beautiful, talented, marvellous, creative and intelligent human being and so much more. We are honoured to have your presence here on this earth in this time. Why not have a Celebrate Me Day in honour of your beautiful self? Book the day off. Wear your finest clothes. Buy yourself the brightest bunch of flowers. Take yourself out to a restaurant. Do the things that you love to do for you and only you. Arrange a Celebrate Me Day on a day of the year that is not your birthday. Reflect on how much you have given to life and give to yourself in admiration, respect and acknowledgement of who you know you are. Here's the challenge. Set up a Celebrate Me Day for yourself, and once you've completed this, email me, Rebecca Gordon, on info at satellitelifecoaching.com and let me know how it went.
thank you for staying tuned. This is such a fabulous interview. And yes, we know relationships are always a, a great topic of conversation. But especially this month in February, as we are focusing on everything red, the flowers, the roses, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and um, wanting to support a partner if we have one and ourselves through cultivating loving relationships, this interview is perfect to just remind us of everything about why that's important and what we can do to sharpen ourselves up or sharpen up and make fun and loving relationships that we are in. So um, I'm now going to um, ask Ivona um, to offer us, Ivona, here's a question for you actually, um, mm -hmm. in the line of my work and generally, you know, I've come across a lot of women who are in the late 40s, 50s and alone, not in a relationship, but want to enter a relationship and are now thinking about online dating. So mm -hmm. what, what, what tips um, can we be aware of? Okay, I remember when I last spoke, I had this thing about, oh, online dating, mm, it's not really for me. But, you know, this is the reality. Yeah. It's choice. We're in a, a situation we've got so much choice. And I know it's hard for older women that may have not been in a relationship for a while. You know, in the past, they may have gone to a club met somebody and that was it really or yeah. introduced by a friend now we're in a different world we've got choice we've got online and it's not going to go away it's going to be there mm -hmm. so my suggestion really is to accept it's just another option there is nothing wrong about doing it as long as you're very clear why you're doing it and which sites you want to go on so be very clear what you what you're looking for there is a danger that you go online and you just kind of put something in there without any thought it's really important to really think about what kind of person do I want to date and is it for a long-term relationship so the word is very important so you may need to get some support in writing a dating profile and it's okay it's not there's nothing wrong doing that at all mm -hmm. also you need to be authentic Right. There's no point putting down something that doesn't really ring true to you because mm -hmm. you'll get the wrong person back and it's yeah. just a waste of your time. Mm -hmm. You need to do your research because there's so many. I mean, I think there's over a thousand online sites. Wow. There's so, so much choice. Mm. So you've got to do your research and obviously the, there are the top ones. Um, things like uh, places like Zeus, I think Zeus and Match.com and Elite Singles. So, and they're, they're ones that are very specific if you're talking about demographics, um, faith ones, whatever. So mm -hmm. you need to be clear what is really important to you that you want as a must in a date and a relationship. So mm -hmm. do your research. Great tips. And yeah. put some genuine photos I would say <laughs> proper photos. <laughs> Not photos of you from 20, 30 years back. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have to be genuine. It has to be you. I mean, you don't cover up your face. Let people see your face. You know, sometimes people have the glasses or doing things kind of strange and maybe with other people in the background. Right. It's got to be of you. Yeah. So, um, as I said earlier, um, I thought I'd have this interview based on, you know, questions relating to someone who's over 15 in a relationship. Um, and I thought, let me just keep it general. 
But um, talking about online dating and sometimes, you know, the the anxiety we might have about going into that realm of things. Um, and you've mentioned a few um, dating sites. You said that there are some faith ones. There's Match.com. There's Elite. Um, what would you recommend for someone, either a, a website or a dating site, for someone who's over 50? Right. I've come across an interesting one called Lumen, L-U-M-E-N. And it says it's the first ever app-only dating platform platform that's dedicated to the over 50s. And it was actually launched last year, September 2018. And they recognise that that category, the 50 plus, there doesn't seem to be much for them. And they've done their research and they've come out with this app and they know that around 75 three percent of people between the ages of 50 and 59 actually have a smartphone so the app can be obtained on an android it's free you could connect up but the interesting thing about this is they really double check that the person is the right person if you see what it means you've got to take a selfie you need three photos you know, they provide more information uh-huh. that you write down. They know that older people want to explain a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's specific for that age category. Okay. Now, mm. I know the co-founder, well, oh, I know nice. of, I actually attended one of her road shows and we're connected up. Mm. So I'm watching it. I can't say endorse it totally mm-hmm. because I need to know what the feedback is from other people but it sounds really good I'm quite excited by that yeah. and it is uh, inclusive I did question that mm-hmm. for all people from all backgrounds I did actually question in a big forum at this event because right. I needed to know yes. and I was shown confirmed that there's different types of people on oh, there okay so great are they not- are they UK based then UK base. Right. Yeah, UK base. Okay, and that's Lumen, L-U-M-E-N. I'll certainly yeah. pop that in the show notes. Thank you for sharing that, Ivona. You're okay. welcome. Okay. I have noticed, um, you know, in the line of your work, you connect with a lot of different people, some people to do workshops and stuff, and you've had someone who's taken photographs. Tell me a bit about that. Oh, yes. I work, I would say she's a business partner when I work on a specific project, which yeah. is Dating with Confidence. And the Dating in Confidence event is the opportunity for women who may want to start dating but even if they don't want to start dating they just want some quality time on their own to feel good about themselves so there's opportunity to uh, you know get the clothes that you want to wear so it could be that you want some photos done for a dating profile or apply for a new job and you want to put it on LinkedIn you do that we have a half a day out usually outside where you're free Mm -hmm. and you can take some really good quality pictures and the thing about Laura because it's Laura Gubb she's an ex-model no she actually does some modeling still Mm -hmm. so she understands what it's like being in front of the camera but does it not really gentle sensitive way to bring out the best in the person mm, that sounds right. great. So she, she mm. takes the photos and i provide the confidence building bit mm. and we have a lot of fun 
and and some tears as well yeah happy tears happy tears yes okay great yeah. okay that sounds good now on one of your recent instagram posts you put um date with a sense of fun not with a sense of fear and then you yeah. went on to say just chill and enjoy the experience and i yeah. commented great advice um, however, I think there's so much, and sometimes it can be so much self-imposed pressure, though. And mm -hmm. when I'm on a date, I find thoughts running through my mind, such as, do I look okay? What does he think of me? What do I think of him? Is the evening going okay? What should we talk about? <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, um, date with a sense of fun. I'm, yeah. I need some help, Ivona. <laughs> oh, help well. me, help me. I think, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I think some people, some women, mainly women in particular, get confused with dating equal relationship or they're starting to think, oh, would this person fit well into my family? Will such and such like it? How about that? And they're creating a story and it hasn't the story hasn't begun. You're just at the I suppose the the first bit you know page one yeah 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 or the cover you're just the cover you haven't actually read the content yet because you don't know the person right. so that's why i say just chill relax it's fun okay. a date is not a date it's 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 not a relationship yet it's just a date a, date, a date is a date it's not okay. a relationship i'll tell you so one thing thanks for that yes i'll tell you one thing i did um this is going back a few months ago now last year um met somebody was online dating and it was okay i mean i didn't um i just thought let me just go along and see what happens on this one occasion so i went along and in the car park got there at um about say seven o'clock five past seven a little bit late you know wanting to make an entrance but <laughs> sat in the car for a bit and i thought oh let me just send this text to the date and i sent the text saying um sorry not coming again got cold feet <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked in and made an entrance and tapped him on his shoulder and he found that quite hilarious. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but I tell you what, I that, that, that it broke the ice. <laughs> you I know. This is a sense of fun. <laughs> right. So I've got it there, have I? That's a sense of fun. Yeah. I mean, that's why I love watching Undateables. It's unfortunate title. Yeah, yeah. But if we were to just look at what they do and the dates they go on. They're very simple. They're very fun. Uh -huh. And yes, they, a lot of them want a relationship, but yeah. it tends to be a sense of fun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. So, so I'm doing okay. Am I coach? You're doing okay. You're doing <laughs> perfectly fine. I mean, unless the person turned around and said, ah, oh, why'd you, <laughs> why'd you do that? But yeah. they, the, the sense of humour was similar and, yeah. and that's what it's about really. brilliant brilliant okay so we're moving to the end of the um of this great interview now and um i just want to talk to you about your latest initiative because i know you've established a new program based on dating ready can you tell me more yeah. about this please right so in my group my facebook group that seems to come up a lot. There seems to be concerns about dating, never mind a relationship. And yes, it seems to be the older, you know, I suppose 40 plus. That's mm -hmm. where the concerns are. So I wanted to devise a very short program, which will give those who are attending the confidence to make a step forward. Right. Mm -hmm. To right. come out of the comfort zone and try something different. So I'm starting this. It's a, it could be in a group. But I'm actually 
kicking off with one person who actually won a competition in my group. Okay. <laughs> to uh, yeah. come out with the most interesting dating question, first right. date question. Right. And she came out with quite a lot. So oh. that was that was interesting. Can you share uh, one of the questions? There was a long there was the one that I think nailed it for me was what's on your playlist? Oh right. Yeah. And I thought that that's quite interesting because you can start talking about what's important to them without getting heavy. So mm-hmm. if it's a song, what what's great about this? What do you like about the music? Yeah. Oh, it makes me feel alive. It makes me feel that you can. It's a good opener, yeah. really good opener. So, yeah. but the, what was interesting? They had quite a few questions. Some of them they started off as if they were interrogation <laughs> like an interview type yeah. and the other people in the group they said oh that sounds like an interview and the person took it well and yeah. they just came up with some more questions they okay. kept you know coming out with them they were really kind of determined yeah. I think I was able to win the, the the prize or just to throw yeah. some in right okay okay so they were yeah. so the dating ready one I Give them a questionnaire beforehand just to see on a very general basis, are they really in fear of dating or are they too heavy and Mm. they don't get past the first date? Yes. Because, yeah, as you touched on before, it's about the expectations that we have. Yeah. And it's just to make sure we go into that really balanced and a bit lighter. So, yeah, that, that sounds brilliant, that dating ready concept. Fantastic. Yeah. OK, sure. so we're going to touch on how people can be in contact with you to find out more about dating ready and any of your other initiatives. Um, yeah. But are you ready for the quick fire round? Oh, know. I'll be ready. Let's see if my brain's in there. <laughs> OK. <laughs> So actually, I'm going to use your question. Um, what's on your playlist right now? Playlist will be Luther Vandross and lots of jazz because I find jazz really soothes me. I can't be specific. You know, you can listen to night yeah. jazz and I just click it on. Luther is my man. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love him. Brilliant. Yes. What book are you currently reading or have recently read? Right, I am reading. Um, uh, what's that? I haven't finished reading it. I started at the. Oh, Michelle Obama's book. Oh, yes, Becoming. Becoming, that's yeah, it. Yeah, reading yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Uh, but I tend to read a lot of personal development books at the same time. Right, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, have you been to see her? Did you see her when she was in London? No, oh, I didn't okay. see her. Too, right. too late, you have to be really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tickets um, have right. gone really quickly for her next yeah. date as well. Okay. Yeah. What was the last deep conversation you had and who was it with? If you don't mind sharing. Right. <laughs> I think my last deep com- conversation was uh, with my partner, okay. to be honest. Right. And and we were doing a review of the relationship and all the things that's happened mm-hmm. over the years, mm-hmm. you know, the last year in particular. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like an audit. I suppose we're doing okay. an audit. Brilliant. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. If you could time warp yourself to any point in history, when would mm. it be? And who would you hang out with? Um, let me see in the history. Ooh, oh, that's an interesting one. You know, I still love, I still love the eighties. To okay. be honest, yeah, I wouldn't go too far back because <laughs> I think it reminds me of youth, being free, being wearing wacky clothes. Yeah. Um, and you know, some of the 
pop stars and Michael Jackson, oh, you know, okay. be hanging around with them and yeah. being on the dance floor. Yeah. So I wouldn't go too far back, to be honest. And that kind of reflects what my personality is about. Yeah, yeah. I like to go back. Uh-huh. I'm childlike, not childish, childlike. Well, no, it's nice <laughs> to have that little bit of, you know, child within us, actually, isn't it? Because it keeps, mm. keeps us born and keeps us in touch with that yeah. aspect of ourselves. What message would you give to your younger self? Have confidence in yourself, really. Have confidence, believe in yourself. And it's okay to make mistakes because I think I was quite a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't do something until I was 100% certain it was right. Right. So I think this whole thing about self-esteem, I'm so, so passionate about making sure that people feel good about themselves that's what self-esteem is and to stop comparing with other people because I think that has been a block and it has prevented me from moving forward in the past I mean I've done pretty well I've caught up yeah 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 um, yeah but then it's it's to have the awareness isn't it because yeah 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 so we can do the work on it yeah but then as I said you know you can flip it over and say yeah you know at the time when I think back here it was pretty tricky but if I hadn't gone through that process I wouldn't been able to do what I'm doing today to be able to support other people so these things are there for a reason it's what we do with it yeah in the future and this is what's so critical about what Steve Jobs said he said connect the dots yeah 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 everything leads that's to right this moment yeah and it's also to be conscious of what we are doing now is a dot and it will lead to what evolves in the future yeah. yeah yeah okay so what or who is your biggest inspiration Ivona I think last time it, I said my mum yes and I, I will still say my mum yeah. because <laughs> you know you, you can look at whoever's on tv or read about but it's how real are they? Have you had that contact, that interaction to know who they really are? Mm. So I like to keep things real. Mm-hmm. And my mum, as I said before, has been my inspiration. And although she doesn't know the ins and outs of what I do, she doesn't doubt me. Mm. She doesn't doubt what I'm about. And I think That's she brilliant. remains my inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I hope there's bits of her filtered through to me so that I can set the examples that's right for my mm. my two young adult children. Yeah. And that in itself, you said she doesn't doubt you. That's such a mm. source of strength, isn't it? She believes in yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ivona, dawn or dusk? Dawn, I think. Dawn. That's what's calling calling out to me. Okay. Yeah. A bit lively then, yeah. Okay, so you're more livelier in the mornings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. fired up. Fired, fired up. up. Brilliant. Okay. And if you had one superpower, what would it be? Um, I suppose to make everybody be nice to each other and stop moaning. You know, oh, just have... that's a tough job, that is. <laughs> I know, if I could just get that once and sprinkle it out, there's so much negativity. Yeah. And if I could just yeah. sprinkle and just kind of shake hands and hug and yeah. it would be great. And yeah. people who are, oh no, that's one superpower, but another one, those who are lonely and who are on the edge, if we can allow them to come in so everybody mm. gets what those, you know, gets what they deserve Mm -hmm. it would be brilliant yeah i would love that no that's beautiful that's lovely and um i'm with you all the way on that 
Great. Okay. So we've ended the quick fire round, and and um, before we wrap up finally, um, I'd love to know what you've got coming up next because I know you're very with very busy with workshops and events. So what have you got coming up next, Ivona? Okay. So I'm launching the dating ready package, and I'll be doing a bit more promotion on that. Uh-huh. Still continue with my relationship discussion groups and I'll be reviewing that to make them even tighter, even better. Yeah, I've got a big event happening in April. I'm trying to give myself enough time to prepare for that because I've got 10 panel members, five Mm -hmm. men, five women. Mm -hmm. And we'll be talking about some of the issues that you flagged up around trust. Mm -hmm. So it's a combination of some relationship specialists and some people that I know and respect that have a view. So my thinking is that I will set this up. It's going to be 6th of April and there will be others so that people who come will get some answers Mm. to some questions. Mm -hmm. You know, rather than just chat about it, just go away and have some real concrete uh, answers. So that's what I'm looking forward to, as well as ensuring that I continue to organise social events because I've got this thing, as I said before, about bringing people together, those who are lonely, setting up, I suppose, events that people can meet in a more natural basis, whether it's a romantic or just friendship relationship. That is really, really important to me. It sounds nice because it sounds as if the spaces that you create are no-pressure spaces. This is what I want. Yeah. And it's, I had a board games evening a few months back. Right. And when I look back, when I looked at the people there from all walks of life, they hadn't met each other, but there was a lot of laughter. And I got quite emotional because that was my vision. That was yeah. my vision to bring people together, to have fun uh-huh. and know it's okay. Brilliant. It's okay to talk to somebody who is totally different. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's um so lovely what you're doing. And, um, you know, thank you so much for the work and all the energy that you're putting out there. That's certainly making a difference in people cultivating great relationships. And I need to know, or the listeners need to know, how they can be in contact with you. They can contact me by email, which is Ivona relationshipready.co that's my email address okay say that again say that again please so it's ivona i-v-o-n-a at relationshipready.co excellent thank you yeah or by telephone which is zero seven four eight six six nine eight two three one excellent they could go on my website, which is www.relationshipready.co. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. And I'm on most social media yes. platforms, as you know. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, Instagram. I mean, your Instagram is really nice. A lot of great posts there. And your yeah. Ivona coaching on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Great. Okay. Although you're in London... Um, can you share with um, listeners how, if they're interested, how you might be able to work with them? Right. So many of the calls are over the phone, Skype or Zoom. And Zoom is brilliant now. And you can get more people on. So I can deal with anybody wherever they are, as you know, 
Rebecca, I mean, I've worked with people in another country as well. Mm -hmm. So they can still access my services. They can still contact me for a call or consultation, mini call. The information is on my website. So it's case just going into my scheduler and just booking a slot and we can have a conversation there. Excellent. All right. That's brilliant. So if you do want some specific relationship um, advice or a consultation, um, our resident relationship expert, Ivona Gordon, is there for you. And I do say to um, people I coach, there is no need for us to suffer or go through a, a challenge or a difficult situation alone. You know, mm-hmm. we are living in great times now when there's so much support, you know, great messages on Instagram, you know, a lot more coaches coming up, counsellors, you know, a lot of personal development information. We have help and support. So if you want um, to touch with Ivona, just to check in with her and, you know, get some, get a feel of how you can work with her or, you know, how she can help you, then the, you, you haven't got anything to lose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank so, you. Yep, you're welcome. So Ivona, um, no doubt we will be having another conversation in mm-hmm. the future and um, catching up um, with your further developments. And um, the last thing I'm going to ask you is for a final message. What are you feeling to share with somebody that you think they really need to know right now? Right. I think they need to value their time. So make sure they're doing things that's right for them. Don't put off things. And I say this for personal reasons, for personal loss. When you think you've got time and you haven't, that's when you're going to live with regret. You know, things change, circumstances change, and you you really just need to enjoy yourself. Take a step out of the comfort zone and step into the stretch zone and just try something different that's enjoyable for you. A superb message to end on and more to reflect on, as with the whole of this Mm. interview. So, Ivona, we'll leave it there, and I just want to say thank you so much and um, we'll connect again in the time to come. Thank you so much for having me, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into The Coaching Lounge. Join us next time for more insightful interviews with inspiring guests. You can hear previous shows on SoundCloud by searching for Satellite Life Coaching. We're always interested to hear your feedback and topic suggestions, so don't hesitate to email us on info at satellitelifecoaching.com.